Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. I'm caught in a flashback. I won't get too close. Well, that's the really cool sound of the butlers and their song, Why Are We Always Waiting? But we don't have to wait much longer for the NBA season to start with two games tipping off today. Uh, The Boston Celtics playing the Philadelphia 76ers before the defending champion Golden State Warriors welcome in LeBron James and the LA Lakers. Uh, On the line with us now is a musician and NBA pundit, George Berry. You just heard him singing there. Uh, Welcome back to uh, SENZ Mornings. Uh, George, thanks for joining us. Morning, Smithy. Happy NBA Day, and thanks for the uh, music shout-out there, mate. Much appreciated. Outstanding. I love it. Love the sound. Uh, George, before we get on to the actual action on the court, there's been plenty off it with the Golden State Warriors, including uh, a punch-up between uh, Dre, uh, Dramon Green and uh, Jordan Paul, uh, and then two massive signings, two massive signings. Just deal with the punch-up first and the leaked video around the incident. Yeah, it's a bit of, a, it's a bit of an interesting one, isn't it? I mean... You've heard um, even the Warriors coach Steve Kerr come out in the wake of this and say that you know this is not a, a rare thing for teams to go through. Even Steve Kerr himself got punched by Michael Jordan back in the day. But in this day and age, with you know video and technology so such a key part of, of of teams and their identity. And looking back, I mean, videos can get leaked, and as soon as they get onto social media, it makes it a whole different kettle of fish from from anything that happened back in the day. Uh, it's a pretty massive issue, and especially in a year where Draymond Green is, this is a contract year for him, and, and he'll want to impress the team and his and his on-court performances, and, and as well, carrying himself off the court. He's definitely not got off to a good start, and I, I don't know whether this is something that they can just move on from. I mean, tonight, uh, well, today, this afternoon for us is a pretty big night for them getting um, their championship rings from last season, but I don't know, in terms of a culture and especially a dynasty for the Warriors, I don't know if this is something they can either you know, just move on from and look to get another championship or whether this is something that's just going to hang over them for the rest of the season. It's going to be really, really interesting to, to see how they, how they deal with it. $249 million worth of signings uh, between, split between Andrew Wiggins at $109 million and the aforesaid uh, Justin, Jordan Paul I'm sorry, at $140 million. Wow, that's big spending. That means they don't mind the luxury tax. They they are the highest paying luxury tax team. If, if all their players, if Draymond Green ended up getting a, a contract extension, I think the books will be somewhat close to $500 million for all their players, which is absurd. But, I mean, their owner has said he's not afraid to, you know, bring out the big bucks to keep his players and, and you know, kind of maintain a, 
a historic dynasty there in Golden State. So it'll be super, super interesting to see what happens this year. I think of all the years that they've, they've been going in this dynasty, this year will be the one where a lot of attention media-wise and fan-wise is put on them to see how they deal with this. If they can get another championship locked in, then you might see Draymond Green sticking around or someone like a Clay Thompson taking a bit of a cheaper deal to, to keep the books a bit lighter and keep everyone on board. But this year will be super, super interesting to watch in terms of how the Warriors deal with all the outside noise, the on-court performances, you know, the off-season scuffle that happened. It's going to be really, really interesting to see how they deal with all of this. Of course, there's a lot of interest in Stephen Adams, but uh, the other Kiwi who's had uh, plenty to deal with uh, in the preseason and uh, mid-season has been, uh, of course, Sean Marks. Uh, interesting uh, time as the GM of the Brooklyn Nets. Uh, he's been battling drama around Kevin Durant. Uh, he, Durant says, uh, "Get rid of uh, Marks. Get rid of Steve Nash." Uh, how did they come out of that situation? Well, it sounded like Sean Marks. Well, I, I saw he had an interview with. New subs Alex Chapman maybe two or three weeks ago, and he said kind of jokingly that all it took was a bottle of New Zealand red wine to, to kind of ease all the tensions. But I think it's a lot more than that, to be honest, Smithy. I, I don't know how this season's going to go. There's so much talent, and they actually had a pretty good off-season in terms of signings around Kevin Durant and Curry Irving. They got some really good role players in who can really complement their abilities on the court, especially Kevin Durant. A lot of good stretch wings, a lot of good scoring guards, the likes of Royce O'Neal coming in, uh, who's a really good defensive player to back them up, especially Kari Irving, who's not too good on the defensive end of the floor. But if, if things don't go their way, don't be surprised to see Kari Irving on the trading block. I think the reason Kari Irving wasn't traded this offseason was simply because there wasn't a suitable trade out there for Sean Marks to, to pull the trigger on, essentially. And I... I don't know. It's, it's, they're, they're such a hard team to, to predict for this season. And you know, to be quite honest, in terms of a, a general manager role, I don't feel... I, don't feel I, I feel very sorry for Sean Marks, is, is probably the best way to say it. I, I don't want his job. It's, having big personalities like that, it's just not easy to deal with. Well, one of them he's going to have to deal with has just uh, recently come to his club, of course, uh, out of the 76s, where he was basically uh, a big signing, non-playing... Brat, I think it's the easiest way to sum up Ben Simmons, the Australian, uh, who couldn't, who cannot uh, shoot, he cannot shoot free throws, and I mean he just held them to ransom last year. So here's another issue for Sean Marks to get through. Too right, you know, just another big personality from the mix. I didn't even think about mentioning just before you mentioned him then, and it's probably because he's been relatively invisible until now. He has been playing some preseason games. He actually does look pretty good. His defense is world class, and he has been an All NBA, you know, player, defensive of the year candidate, and is when he actually does go on the court. But again, will he, will his personality, you know, clash with the big personalities like Kevin Durant, who, you know, as long as he's on the team, he's the alpha, he's running the show. And you know, if they don't get off to a good start, if they get off to you know their first ten games, even if they're, you know, not five hundred, not even even playing field, don't be surprised to see. Steve Nash's name on the shopping block in terms of coaching names. Okay, right. Let's uh, look at uh, Stephen Adams. Uh, has proven to be a valuable piece of the puzzle for the Memphis Grizzlies. Twenty-five point two million dollar two-year extension locked in. Uh, how big do you see his role being the big this year for them? I'm really happy for Stephen Adams that he's finally got a chance to kind of just be pretty much not only just who he wants to be on the court, but as a as a person and a, and a really good 
culture and really good environment. He's 29 years old. He probably too many seems like he's about 35 just by how he plays and how he carries himself. But being 29 years old, he's the oldest active playing member on that roster, which just goes to show that they are a really young team, but they're a really gelled team. Um, I've heard a lot of people in America describe the team as almost like a bit of a high school college team. They, When they're not on the court, they're spending every minute off the court together. They're really, really tight. And you can even see in off-season videos with Stephen Adams, he just seems really, really comfortable, really happy. And he didn't say that in New Orleans for that year that he was there. I guess you saw it in the Thunder, but he was still kind of trying to find himself as a player and in the league. Um, and he was also, you know, with the likes of Russell Westbrook and Kevin Durant. So didn't really have a chance to probably be himself and had to kind of just, you know, go with what was going on there with the big the big names there. But I can just see him really flourishing as a leader and also just really flourishing in his role as just, you know, making sure the rebounds are there, cleaning up the floor, being a really big presence inside. People like him are really hard to come by in the league now. And I think that, that extension is a bit of a pay cut for him, but I think he just saw that he's in the right place at the right time. And I'm really happy for him. And I think Memphis have got a really good chance to make some noise. I remember last year, the first time we spoke to Memphis were in an absolute dive. They were looking like they were going to almost be tanking and, and looking for a high draft pick at the end of the year, but then they turned it around. and they're now the, I think they're on the TAB. I'm not a betting man, but I had a quick look, and I think they've got the fourth or fifth best odds to win the West, and it's pretty impressive. I think it's a $9.50 uh, odds to, to win the West. So, I mean, good betting if, if you want to throw some money that way. So Stephen Adams, the only Kiwi in the NBA, George, but uh, there are some uh, Aussie names worth keeping an eye on as well out of uh, the young guns. Uh, who do you see having a bigger season? Uh, Josh Giddy with uh, the Thunder or Dyson Daniels at New Orleans? Josh Giddy will have a big season. Obviously, there's a lot of teams that are looking to not play particularly well to get a high draft pick next year with this. This man, LeBron James, point is the alien victim, Wimbayama, a French man, 18 years old, and people are saying he's the best prospect the NBA has ever seen. He's a seven foot five guy who can shoot the three-pointer and pretty much just shoot from anywhere on the court. He's incredible. So a lot of teams are going to be... A lot of teams that see themselves as not contending for a championship are probably going to be looking to try and get a high draft pick just to secure him. I think the Thunder will be amongst that list, but I wouldn't be surprised to see Josh Giddy playing an extremely extremely good season and not an all-star yet mainly just because of his team's lack of success but he'll have a really solid season in terms of Dyson Daniels I don't know if there'll be a lot of playing time for him if he impresses the coach then um, he'll definitely get some playing time but New Orleans is just as stacked they've got an incredible team and I think they'll be a little bit of a sleeper team for the Western Conference especially with Zion Williamson coming back who people kind of forget is just also like Victor Winbanyama, a bit of an alien. Like he is just an incredible physical marvel on the court. Um, and now he's back healthy. And I wouldn't be surprised if um, New Orleans make a, a really big push in the playoffs. You know, when uh, the greats can carry on and people say, is it one season too many? Uh, we're going to see early signs of LeBron James today. Um, I just wonder what we can expect from him and the Lakers this year, George. It's a really good question, Smithy. I feel like this question gets has been brought up the last two or three years, but even last year you could see somewhat of a really incremental decline, but he was still averaging 30 points a game, and not a lot of people are, are scoring that many points per game, be it at 38 years old. It's, it, it is extremely, extremely impressive, and he's really close to being the NBA's all-time leading scorer. I think he's 
uh, maybe about 1,200 points away from passing Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, and that'll probably happen in the new year, maybe near the All-Star break. So he's got something to really strive towards, which will definitely show um, in his scoring averages. I think they'll be just as high as last year, if not higher. So I don't know. It's, it's a really interesting one, and the Lakers are such an interesting team because they've got nothing to lose, really. They, they, they need to win with LeBron at 38, and Anthony Davis, who really needs to prove that he can stay on the court, he's just a bit of a, a bit of a walking injury as Anthony Davis for the last few seasons. He needs to impress, and Russell Westbrook needs to show that he can actually be an NBA player and actually be a team player. And there's been talks that he might even come off the bench this year with their new coach, Darvin Ham. He's really looking to make some moves for the sake of just trying to win a championship. Whether Russell Westbrook, you know, actually sees himself coming off the bench or not will be the big move. And whether he, if he doesn't, then I think he'll be on the trading block. They've been trying to trade him for probably the last six, eight months, especially over the off-season. Give us a bolter to look out for. Give us a, a, a team that you think might just sneak up on us this year, George. I'll give you one in each conference, Smithy. I mentioned New Orleans in the Western Conference. I think that will be a really interesting one to watch and a really fun team to watch with Zion there. They traded for CJ McCollum, who is an all-star guard. He, he'll be starting there. And Brandon Ingram, who was on the Lakers and got traded for Anthony Davis you know, three or four years ago. He's an incredible player. Um, plays pretty much exactly like Kobe. Um, an, an incredible, incredible player that a lot of people sleep on. So I think that'll be a bolter in the West. In the East, I really like the look of the Toronto Raptors, um, which I know producer Logan will like. Um, I think they're, they haven't made big moves, but they've just kept a lot of their really good players. And when you have continuity in a team, especially when you're playing 82-game seasons, it really speaks volumes. And they've got so many good assets to make a big trade. They were in the trading sweepstakes for Kevin Durant over the offseason when he wanted out of the Brooklyn Nets. And don't be surprised if they pick up a, a sneaky good player during the season too. So those are my two picks for you, Smithy. Good on you, George. Absolute pleasure talking to you and getting your update. Uh, so look forward to it. Uh, tip off this afternoon. There'll be a great ceremony too for uh, the Golden State Warriors getting their uh, championship rings from last year. And let's hope that uh, the action is all on the court from their point of view. George, always fantastic uh, uh, hearing from you, mate. And we'll just uh, we'll sign off with a bit of you as well, I think, this morning. Thank you. Cheers, mate. Go well. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So, we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.